Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep-dive everything Vanderpump Rules. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. What's welcome. up? Welcome to our first of several podcasts this week. Yes. You lucky ducks. Yes. <laughs> I'm super excited for our Patreon one this week. You guys that aren't in the Patreon group, we posted a, an AMA and Ask Me Anything, but we also encouraged, you know, get, well, I said, Ask Holly super deep personal questions. Um, just kidding. So far, I've seen a lot of them rolling for you. <laughs> That's my karma. Um, games I want to play. I want to play some Who You Would You Rather, some Mary Shay Kills. Like, I want it all. Yes. So I think that'll be fun. Totally. So if you aren't, if you want to have your question read, go into the Patreon and type it in there it should be the the post on top right now and we will accumulate all of those and we want to do it soon like within you know a couple days Uh, but we want to get have all of you have a chance to get in there and and see the post and post your question and that sort of thing so if you're listening if you aren't in there or if you are in there go check it out add your question and we'll try to get them all answered and do it soon yes that'll be fun I did a summer house uh, recap on Patreon that was posted yesterday, and I'm doing Jersey tonight. Oh my gosh, summer house! So last week, this is when my mom was in town, and I'm like, "What do you want to watch?" And she, oh, I don't care. I'm like, "Well, I'm not going to put on Vanderpump or Summer House, right?" So I put on a show like you know one of her stations, one of her three stations. It's either CNN, HGTV, or Hallmark. So uh. put that on. Well, I noticed she like falls asleep. And I'm like, so now I'm stuck, in, stuck watching something I don't want to watch. And I'm like, well, I bet I could turn this on and then I can make my notes and not get so far behind. So I put on Summer House. And of course, in the scene, they're having this party. Everyone's like almost naked. They're wasted. They're doing shots. They're doing body shots. They're doing like all sorts of like body oriented shots. Lindsay was dared to kiss like all the girls in the house so my mom wakes up with like girls kissing girls everyone's naked people doing body shots oh, and I'm like no. oh my god really that's, that's when you have to wake up that's the worst <laughs> I, know. I was like well now it'd be weird if I shut it off because then it looks like I'm like hiding something some- yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's gotta play it cool <laughs> So, but it was nice to uh, sleep in my own bed forever because I had I've had so many guests in town, and I finally, and then I was away for the weekend. I had guests in town, but I was in my bed, and I had the craziest dreams. I think as a result, I had this dream: I was um, at the gym, and this girl was trying to kiss my boyfriend at the gym and then she followed me and got on my stairmaster with me and was like insisting that we stairmaster together as a team oh. like on the 
same steps and pedals. And I was like, no, it doesn't work that way. Get off my pedals. Get off my pedals. And I, like, pushed her off. And I'm like, go away. And it started, like, this whole, like, assault. And now I was, like, the crazy person at the gym. I'm like, she caught on my Stairmaster. She's trying to kiss him. It was, it was like, it was very Vanderpumpian. Yeah. No, I've to- I was totally – I don't – not this week, but, like – when we were in the heat of Scandival, I was like fully having Vanderpump dreams, like with T. Sandy in it, Raquel, <laughs> Schwartz, Sheena, like everybody. That's so, I know, so crazy. <sighs> yeah, I had one. Someone else was in it then last night, too, that was, oh, 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 Schwartz's mom. Because then she was on the TV. I think she was on CNN. And I'm like, oh, that's Schwartz's mom. And I think because I had heard Schwartz was in Minnesota. And so she was on CNN reporting about it. And I'm just That's like, what? Schwartz's mom. I know. They're just so random. I'm like, why her? Yeah. So what'd you think of Mr. Sandoval's latest TMZ post? I, like, every time I think he it can't get worse, it gets worse. And I, I was just watching it, and my mouth was just open. I, I, I truly have no reaction. I'm just stunned. I know. He was so angry. Like, my jaw was dropped because he was so angry. I'm like, what do you have to be so angry about, buddy? <laughs> like, and, like, and truly, like, it is dying down. No one's ever going to talk to you again. Truly. Like, it... No one cares about, like, your side of it. Like, they just don't. Like, he, his anger, he's going to, like, regret the way he's acting because he should be milking it if that's what he wants. It could have gone so much easier for him had he just owned the shit. People would have died down. More people, people have come out, but more people would have come out like, you know what? It's enough already. He said he's sorry. He deeply regrets it. He's having a hard time. You know what? It didn't look like he was having a hard time posting up a storm, which, and I'm going to come at you, the people that came at me saying, he's allowed to post. No, people, the difference is, and Ariana would say this all the time, Tom never posts. He barely even knows how Instagram works. He never stories. He never reads his DMs. He never replies to his DMs. We all know this that have DM'd him. They go unseen for eternity. He never has stories unless he's like at a music festival. And then it's just dot, dot, dot of the band, Mm -hmm. right? And then all of a sudden now, oh, now he's like hiking and, and riding bike and archery and making necklaces with Kyle Chan and Billy Lee. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So I'm sorry. He is not suffering and in a, a dark place the way shorts was saying he's thriving and he's, he's going to resorts as he clarified. And then he clarified, no, Raquel is in a mental health facility. He's like, no visitors, no phones, so now everyone's like, no phones. Well, how did she delete all of her Instagram highlights except for the one of you? And, like, that is a good question. Mm-hmm. Like, do they take the phones away just for a little while? Or, I mean, did they advise her, like, go delete, you know, this will be healthy. Go cleanse your feed. But 
what like, I mean keep the Sandoval? If if I was treating her, I would absolutely take the phone away. Like it probably has to be the most unhealthy place to be with her being at the center of all this, you know? Um I would think like her team is managing that now or something. I don't know. Why would they leave his up? They're leaving just a little it's like a little rebellion post. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I still think it's convenient that out of all the states, like, you know how many adventure courses and resorts there are in California or Colorado or Northern Cal? Like, he goes to Arizona. I'm like, that's really convenient since that's where Raquel is. I I honestly feel like that other club reached out to him because he beefed with the one she was at and was like, come over here and story our stuff. Like, we'll all at all expenses paid. Just come post the stories from Canyon Club. Was he at Canyon Club? Yeah, that's where he was. Oh my god, that's what I said last week. Yeah, you did. And I was just like speculating because that's, you know, the Canyon Club is like at the Venetian in Vegas. So I was just literally making a stab in the dark because I knew they had one in Tucson. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, for sure they did. Yeah, it seems like that's what they did. But I I mean, obviously, just like you said, it will be up to Raquel to tell us where she was or what she was doing. But um, I don't know. I like is. I mean, is think she... about it though. She she doesn't have to go to an airport where she would be seen. She could just easily drive in the car, and they meet out in some remote spot. Mm-hmm. Super easy, you know. Yeah. She wouldn't even have to meet him there, where she would be. You know, maybe more seen. He's like, look, I got a Hampton Inn off I-10 outside of Flagstaff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Room number 311, just come to the door. You know what what else? (laughs) Do you remember, I think it was not this last episode, but the episode before that, Raquel declined to hang out um, with the girls because she wanted to like, she's like, let's do something in nature. Wasn't there a, a comment about that? Yeah, she turned her um, location off. Sheena was texting her about Vegas for Brittany's birthday. And she's like, no, I mean, let's do Vegas another time. I, I really feel like I need to get out into nature. And, and now, she was yeah, there. and now with like the Tom Sandoval posting and him being like, you know, getting back in touch with me, like it's very much sounds like him again. And I don't know, like that just triggered something in me the way she that he's out there, she's out there. It's it's got to be connected. Yeah, it's it's too much of a coincidence. Yes. Um, did you hear then at the end? He's like, and you know, like whatever Peter met. Like you've known Peter for twelve years. You don't know how to say his fucking name yet, Peter Ma- Madrigal. Like Madrigal. Yeah, that was Ma- really awkward. And Ma- the- Ma- Madrigal and Dana Kava yeah, have no what? idea about their comments. He doesn't know Dana's name. Who was he talking about? That's who he was talking about. Like, but he got it. It was like so awkward that I thought he was like having a stroke or something. But Dana, who? Oh, Kathin. He said Kava. Mm, and I- her name's her name's Kathan. Yeah, he said like Kathin. <laughs> oh my god what did she bo- say well both of them commented on on where Raquel was and that pissed him off oh I thought he's heard one of many of uh, Peter's many many podcast appearances lately 
So, okay, yeah, because there's only like one Dana I could think of besides Stasi's mom. And I'm like, but he has, he butchered the last name so bad. I thought, oh, it must be someone else. Oh my God, like he really can't speak. No. And these are very good friends of his. (laughs) Yeah. What the hell? I mean, they were both in Jax's wedding. They were both groomsmen, for Christ's sakes. Peter was his boss. That's crazy. Yeah. So, well, speaking of Peter, can I bring him up? <laughs> uh, if you have to. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say some of the stuff he said. So he was a, I really, really want to reach out to Nick Vile and be like, hey, man, I get it. We're in the same club. No need to explain. I know your mind was fucking blown. I know your head was spinning around. And you were like, what the hell was that? (laughs) And he pretty much says that at the end. He literally says, um, oh, my God, I had to write it down. (laughs) Nick. So after Peter leaves, Nick goes, wow, that was something. (laughs) And then the girl goes, I feel like I just finished a shift at Sir. There was like alcohol, some sweat, some drama. She's like, that is not what I was expecting him to be like. <laughs> like another whiplash fiction. And Nick's like, he was in full character mode, which Peter is. Peter is always in character mode. He's like, but I, you know, I think that might just be who he is. Yep, you're right. He's like, he's a bit unhinged. I don't think he knows much about what's going on. I think he's not in any of the inner circles of the main cast and he's being kept in the dark. And then the girl goes, and he seemed very angry at certain people. Yeah, I think that's like the, especially like if you don't know Peter, so you're surprised by this because the persona that he puts on and I mean, actually, that's how I've only seen him act at Sir, is he does act like a manager. He walks around. He doesn't, like, really show his true character while he's working on the floor. So he has that part down. But the second that you have a conversation with him, it truly is, like, unhinged is the only word how to describe it. Like, you, you're kind of like, is this really happening? Is, is, this, is he, this really how he's talking? Yes, and he said some of the very same things he would say to us when he was on our podcast. He'd be like, I got up at five in the morning. I uh, I upped my five-mile run to a seven-mile run, and I did some back and some biceps. And Nick's like, okay, yeah, but we're asking you for, like, stories. And then he's like, do you have any good tea? He's like, tea! <laughs> I might be able to scrounge a little up for you. And so he starts telling this one story, and Nick's like, isn't this what you said on Kristen Doty's podcast? I'm like, well, yes. He's like, I mean, I'm just saying, anytime you want to give us, like, some exclusive tea, like, basically, like, dude, you, you're just repeating, like, I don't, I'm not here to rip on, rip off someone else's content, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and that was really respectful of Nick. I mean, Nick is a much bigger podcast than Kristen Doty's, so I appreciated that he said that. But he's like, well, give us some, do you have anything that the fans will just go crazy about? He's like, you've got to have some, like, dirty secrets or things you've seen, crazy hookups at Sir. And he's like, ha, 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 ha. okay, okay, I, I've got one. He's like, uh, back, uh, this is when I was a busser, okay, okay, before filming. I, uh, <laughs> Actually, she was a manager. <laughs> yep, yep. I'm not kidding. 
Uh, we went out into the uh, the back bathroom. It, it used to be the office. The office has now moved. Now it's the it's like oh my it, god. It tells me don't care. You don't give a shit about. He's like at a <laughs> had a little a uh, little kiss session in that bathroom. <laughs> like that's the crazy story he thought fans were gonna go nuts for. And Nick's like, okay, I think that's when Nick realized this guy doesn't know shit. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh gosh. my god. And he repeated the whole Raquel thing. He's very upset with the starter pony. He's very upset with Jacks. He uh, he's no no longer a fan of Jax because he heard Jax was talking about him somehow. He didn't really know how. He goes, so I just I you know I'm a nice guy, but you know you piss me off. Watch out. So and he's like I went ahead and created my own merch and website. Number one guy in the group. <laughs> Take that, Jax. And and I mean, and and Nick was like, and wh- what exactly are you going to do with that? Like, what's the point of that? And he's like. <laughs> It's like okay oh my god and Nick's like um, he's like well why do you think you were invited to the reunion I mean sitting here you seem very capable of making entertaining television he's like yeah think like you know, like duh he's like I don't know why I haven't been invited I've been on the show for 10 years oh, oh my god. god okay what else I know I revealed something though okay Peter. Okay, he reiterated again the same story of Sandoval's text on January 27th, asking if he banged Raquel. Now, and I love Nick here. He just—he's like Nick was like, "Wow, very respectful, Sandoval." Like, "Hey, dude, did you bang her?" Like, "What are you, twelve? Yeah. It's like it's nice of a forty-year-old man to be asking about his girlfriend, well, mistress girlfriend. <sighs> um. And then, uh, let's see. Oh, he said he's he has been in love a couple times. We know the one was Sarah. And he's like, well, someone you don't know. He's like, actually, <laughs> you probably do know her, but I'm not naming any names. Ah, no, you're not getting that from me. And Nick's like, come on, let's just celebrate love. Okay, her name's Stephanie. And, she was, and then he's like, she was a playmate and a guest model. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I don't. Oh, she's in Playboy, a playmate. Like, he just hit that home a hundred times. But now I was like, okay, I just want to see this person. And how long ago was this? To me, it sounds like, like 2005 or something. Yeah. But I Googled the shit out of that. I could not find anybody that met that criteria. It probably wasn't that time, that era where like the internet just wasn't quite popping yet. Well, I bet she was like a cyber girl. Yeah. I don't think she was probably in the magazine. And then, and then she just ghosted him. Oh my God. And then she was just gone. Just gone. Crazy. Yeah. Win some, you lose some Peter. Yeah, but it's I also like- I I also want to say that like the way his anger comes through when he quote unquote thinks that someone's making fun of him or someone is saying something or some of his the yes. fans that clamor for him it sounds like whoever someone must have said that we were making fun of him so he violently cut us off just like he's cutting all these other people off without even really knowing the story so it seems like a pattern with him. Yeah, he's still very angry at Dana Kathan. He's still very angry at Raquel. He's still very angry at 
Jax. I mean, he's got to work through that a little bit. I, I think he, he should. He needs to work through that. Yeah, he did confirm though. Like just as we said all along. Yeah, I went out with Raquel a few times. It was like back in March. And then we did it again in June, obviously for the cameras. And, you know, that's when he went up and asked James, that's see you next Tuesday, which was filming time, which was July. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why would you go ask James if he was okay if you asked Raquel out when you've already been out with her twice? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everything, nothing adds up. Yeah, for sure. And it's just not that big of a story that anyone cares to call him out on it because, you know. I also think I I also think from the producers and like editing side of season 10, it was like definitely an enjoyable like comedic relief scene. You know what? Like it's it's funny and Peter has continued to give us content throughout of being butt hurt by it. So to me it's funny. Yeah. Well, when I was trying to find the girlfriend and like googling all sorts of different things one of the things was like a tmc report like claims peter got three thousand an episode in season two and five thousand an episode in season three but then he was claiming he was calling for getting ten thousand episode that's probably when we saw peter peter out the production's like nope We'll give you three thousand for the season. Yeah, okay, I'll take it. Uh, but ten thousand, no way. It's a great stepping stone for Peter. Yeah, he has a lot of other projects in the works, and he just opened his own production company. So, again, there we go. <laughs> um, okay, so speaking of Jacks, so Brittany and Jacks. Bernie brought up the Sandoval. Okay, I would like to take credit for this. Full credit. Thank you very much. Um, a lot of that stuff's been happening. The the, P, the whatever Sandoval just referenced. Okay, now this cancer thing. So a lot of you were with me. There was a few of you that were like, come on, that's, that's a reach. You're overreacting. He just made a flippant comment like when he – when Howie said, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, and Sandoval said, like, cancer, or no, like, radiation. Yeah. And I just thought that was distasteful, and most of you agreed. There's a few that didn't. Well, and then Jared, Jared Lips, their makeup artist that everyone loves and is also their good friend, he restoried our reel, and then he, he remixed it with his commentary. He was very offended and very upset, and that's one of Brittany's best friends. So he... Um, called Sandoval out very angrily and so Brittany was retelling this story and I was like well well, for my little post and anyway she said that Sandoval ended up reaching out to Jared Um, she's like just she's like not really apologizing though just more like hey man I'm sorry I didn't mean to upset you like I'm sorry you feel that way but not like apologizing yeah but I thought it was interesting he actually reached out to him. So that means he saw his story and Jared was very uh, charismatic and, and I don't know, what's the word? Um, bothered, you know? Yeah. It was a very pointed post. So I'm glad Sandoval had to see it. Um, you know, just saying. 
So anyways, so that happened. And then Jack said, well, Sandoval's made that joke before. He made it in season three when I was moving out of Stasi's. Uh, yes, I heard that too. Do you remember that? Like, I remember him moving out. I do kind of remember it. And I swear I've heard him say it at different time too. Like, I, I'm... I'm like, I'll have to think of, I think it was on a podcast or something with Craig. Oh. Now, wouldn't it have been season two that Jax moved out of Stassi's? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I may have to go back. That would be an interesting thing to pull. Yeah, for shizzle. I will look for that. Um, and then Brittany also revealed, I think she revealed this on their show on Peacock, that um, last year Brittany and Sheena were going to this White Fox boutique party and Raquel was invited as well. And Sheena asked Brittany to pick up Raquel on her way because they live close together, you know? Mm-hmm. And Brittany's like, sure. And so she goes to pick up Raquel and um, Sandoval's there. And she's like, he just jumped in and went with us, did the red carpet with us. Um, she's like, I, I thought it was a little weird at the time, but, you know, they are kind of like that. And she's like, re, you know, rethinking about that now through a different lens and like, oh, my God. Like, you know, if they all weren't the way they are, you know, Brittany could have re- come home, reported back to Jack's, then couple that with Katie and Lala's observations and Allie's like this could have been broken last fall. Yeah, I know. And what a FOMO attention whore to, like, jump in and go with the girls to their, like, boutique party. Like, just give them their own fucking moment, can you? He he can't. That's, like, his M.O. He can't do it. And yeah. Raquel's going to find that out very soon, too. Yeah. Well, I've heard rumblings that they're putting together, trying to put together the cast and whatnot and contracts and things like that but don't they usually announce season 11 and then contracts go out yeah usually i feel like everything's all like the schedule's all jacked up right now yeah but i would strike why the iron is hot hot i would be get cameras up and start filming like let's do it Yes, this is what we want to see. We want to see the awkward moments while it's still awkward and not let time fade emotions. I've heard rumblings, too, and Jax keeps opening his big mouth about the fact that there's another show coming out. And I just wonder if now that, like, while the spotlight is so on Vanderpump Rules, if a spinoff could work right now, if they could launch, like, the Valley show like they were going to... And really show um, Jax and Brittany and Tom and Ariana are still living together right now. So, like, how is that going to break up? Like, get us into the house and show us how that's going to go down. It really could work for a spinoff. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Oh, the other thing Peter said was, it sounds like Diana's leaving, sir. Hmm is from kind of what I gathered because they're like, he's like, how are you doing? He's like, well, I'm actually kind of, uh, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say. And then he went into this whole monologue about how Diana's his work wife and Diana's the one that knows when he's been in love. And he's like, sadly, 
I'm not going to have that anymore. And uh, it's, uh, well, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say. It's just very sad. So either he's leaving or she's leaving. And then something about Nick just confused, like, sir, with Pump, because, you know, he doesn't, another person that doesn't know the inner workings of Vanderpump and never watched it. He's like, so, you know, you're managing at Pump. Oh, no, no, I'm not talking about Pump. I'm not saying a word about Pump. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, we all know it's closing and it's up for sale, Peter. It's fine. (laughs) God. He's such a spaz. Uh, well, Katie and Dina Kava are in <laughs> England and Edinburgh with Ariana at Courtney Berman's wedding. That's fun. Yeah, they have some cool pictures they've been storing. Oh, and then, okay, Ariana's going to the White House Correspondents' Dinner with LVP. Yes. I mean awesome but also a little like huh (laughs) random totally random now I had to look up like we know celebrities go like Kim K's gone with Pete Davidson you've had like weird people like David Arquette has gone I saw something like America Ferreira and I'm like how how does this work and now it makes sense because I was reading some articles and like America Ferreira she was invited and so it's all news organizations that have a table and they can either sell their tickets to their table or or invite special guests okay so like america was at glamour magazine's table so glamour had a table um political had like someone i forget it was like some actress that was very active in like hillary clinton's campaign they invited her and so this makes sense LVP and Ariana are invited guests at the Daily Mail table. Oh. So, because I'm like, this is very, like, I'm very happy for Ariana, but, like, (laughs) I could see LVP because she's gone to D.C. and, like, fought for Yulin and, you know, that whole thing. But I'm like... She, mean, yeah, I, she's kind of seen as more of, like, an activist. and But um, Ariana is one of the top, you know pop well, culture people at the moment. Sheena's the one with the broadcast journalism degree. Hello. Uh. <laughs> Just, I wonder if Sheena's pissed. Um, no, I was super happy for her. It was just super random. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. I'm here for it. Oh my gosh, so I looked up the cost of Miraval and I looked up for like this week uh-huh. and then I looked up for the weekend so looks like you could get a room between fifteen hundred and two thousand a night, and then on the during the week, and then two thousand to twenty five hundred a night. And I think that's just a standard room. So who knows what Sandoval was going to get per night on the weekend? And then get this plus a twenty five percent resort fee, not a flat fee, a twenty five percent. Dang! So, so that's another five hundred a night. Crazy. Like, and here we complain about these dumb, like, $25, yeah, $40 yeah. resort fees, bullshit. But 25%, that's crazy. So, I'm sorry. How the hell? Santa was so worried about people not going to Schwartz and Sandy's. He makes this apology post about that before he apologizes to Ariana. Because you're scared you're going to lose money. Well, clearly not. 
because he's going to Miraval and then he's um oh he one of his stories was oh we're up in the production we're putting in some new laser beam lights for our show so more money on laser beam lights that you're not gonna sell more tickets because of that dude no you know what I mean like clearly he has no worries about money yeah Dang. I'd be worried. People are like, what does this mom have to do with this? Because I made my little post there, snarky post. I'm like, huh, you're going to go to Miraval while your mom's like home counting your pennies, hoping like this restaurant makes it through. And you're off at a luxury spa. Nice. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be getting a little nervous or a little resentful. They're like, what does his mom have to do with it? Um, $250,000 have to do with it. And also f- from her retirement fund, which is scary AF. Yeah, she's worked her whole life for that. Yeah, it's not like she's a Shep Rose mailbox money lady. She's a freaking firefighter. Yeah. Anyways, what else has been happening in the world? Oh, man. What else has been happening? Um, I feel like it's like taking forever for the episode to get here, but I guess it's tomorrow. So finally we get to uh, some new content tomorrow. Um, so we have all that we've seen so far is Schwartz saying, I feel like uh, Raquel kind of likes someone else. I mean, is, there- is is that not like the most wild line you've ever heard? <laughs> And this was not re-edited, right? Yeah. There, so it is a storyline. They told Schwartz to say that in front of the food. Like, this is a scene that they shot. They're, they're, they're setting it up. So, again, someone's lying because, A, they knew, or, B, they re-edited. Andy is swearing they are not re-editing anything. So then... They knew. Either way, someone's a fucking liar. Well, and I, I feel like Andy is actually kind of stepping in it himself because by saying that, like in one sentence he's saying they didn't re-edit until they picked up, you know, cameras went up, that's when the new content started. But then in the same breath, he's like on his private jet coming to L.A. for the reunion. And he's like, you guys, I just watched the rest of the episode. I'm going to say it's the best thing I've ever seen. There are so You are going to die. You're going to freak out when you see how this all went down. Like you literally just said it's all coming out. Like we're, we're going to get to see it. So which is it? Are we seeing it or we're not seeing it until the cameras pick back up? Were they shocked or were they not? Right, exactly. I I think that's my that like that's my my biggest issue, and I really think my my newest theory is that this got too big. They weren't expecting everyone to freak out like this. I don't think they wanted it to unfold like this, because now they're kind of stuck. Like now it's it's like. It's yeah. like when, like, a song comes out and, like, you listen to it over and over. It's like a, a single and you listen to it so much before even the album comes out. So then when the album comes out, like, you're not going to go rush to buy it because we've all bought the single and we're over it. Like, we're sick of it before the CD even comes out. Yeah. Like, it's feeling a little, like, burnout for me. Like, I'm wondering, I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I have good news. So next week we'll be doing this live. And then I already booked something for finale night. Oh, yay. Up there. there, um, Because I think that's very important. But after the finale, I'm going to be up there in LA. I'm going to stay up there for a while. And so I'm going to do some saw updates and whatever else updates we can do. That'll be during reunion time. Nice. So we've got some exciting things happening. Yay. And we've got tomorrow's episode. We'll be coming back with a recap. We decided, you guys, you know, we don't want these podcasts to be too long for you, but there's just news. And so, you know, when there's news, we'll try to do like an update podcast like we are today. We did this last week as well. And then, of course, after the episode, we'll release that. <coughs> I really, we'll yeah, I I really liked this format because we get kind of like the social media stuff out of the way. And then we just jump right into the episode. It worked really well. Yeah. And then people that follow everything are on board and be like just get to the episode <laughs> they can like choose to forego this one if they want um summer moon's birthday party looked super cute i loved the theme um camp summer so cute oh my god that charcuterie table not even a board it was a table looked insane yeah it- and I, all i was thinking about was how much waste i'm like i hope they had like ziplocs and everyone took some home because I've seen that happen, and it kills me. Or I hope they have a Lomi. Yeah. To compost it. Yeah. We should eat it first. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, such a order. Yeah, it was cute with the little the kids with the tambourines and like the band playing and stuff. Yeah, it was really cute. The custom macaroons. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you guys, more um, Patreons this week. I think there'll be three Patreon episodes this week. And our episode recap this week. And whatever else. To keep on keeping on with our Instagram. We'll be releasing things there as they come up. Vanderpump Rules Party. If you have any questions, Party at gmail.com. But check out the Patreon. Post your questions in there. We'll read them. Um answer your questions it'll be super fun make you know you can make them hard it looked it looked like like um sheena finished her last confessional filming for season 10 today and it looked like charlie was there filming as well um Mm. so that's interesting that they're still like they're just wrapping that up by love loving the extra content that we're gonna get uh, I mean, we're already we're we still have like three more to go until the re- finale, and then we've got three reunions, right? Or yep. two? Th- yeah, I think, yeah, I think they said three, and then a secret's revealed. Yeah, and then by the time that's done, they're going to be filming again. I think. Yeah. So then we'll have that coverage. Exciting times. Totally. These are the best days of our lives. So Ray, so glad. <laughs> That's an inappropriate post. I'm so disappointed <laughs> that you would even say that. Um, tonight was like super stressful because Ronnie was auditioning for a, a play, a summer production um, at her studio. They're doing "You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown," and it's kind of her first time like doing like a like a full on like production 
audition, I guess, like where she gets the call back and everything. So it was like stressful AF. Like, I feel like I'm having like a diabetic moment right now. Like I cannot, like, I, I don't know if I'm stressed or like what, but I like cannot breathe. Oh. Huh. So if I'm breathing into the mic, you guys, that's my bad. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've tried to keep my, my, I've tried to keep my water sipping to a minimum. You know, what's funny is <laughs> I, I, I would listen to it the other day, you know, cause I, 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 we read your guys' feedback and we try to correct it. And we, with Skyping, it's so hard. Like you guys don't, under, like there's two lines coming into the computer. It's picking up sound from my house, from Sarah's house. So we're doing the best we can. But next week, like Sarah said, we're going to do a live in-person podcast. So get ready for some great sound. And yeah. Oh, well, did you see what happened to Heather McDonald? I just saw it on, on oh my God. The feed. I <laughs> was dying. So you guys, just because it sounds like we are eating or chewing, we are never eating or chewing. I'll guarantee you that. Um, or sniffling or whatever. It may just be the feedback because Heather got one of everyone asking her, did you fart at, at minute 18? And she played it. And I'm like, it does sound like that. I mean, so I, should I, I wish that she did fart. Like, I think that's hilarious. <laughs> like, I'm thinking maybe on the next episode, I'll fart and see if you guys can hear it. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> Th- thanks for that idea, Heather. Oh, man. But yeah, I cannot wait for this episode. Like, I've been dying for this beach scene the entire time. Um, I might have lost Sarah or she muted. Sarah. I okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. It was like it got real quiet, so I don't know. Okay, but you guys, we will be back tomorrow. We cannot wait. Um, keep sounding off in our Facebook group, Patreon, email, Vanderpump Rules Party at gmail.com. Hit us up on Insta. I'm at h 2 the wood. Sarah is at Sarah C-O-C. And yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Talk to you guys later. Bye.